Well, hello, fellow creatures of my species. Welcome back to You Get the Gist. I'm your host, Dirty, and today we're talking about defeating your biggest enemy and addiction. I'm pushing you right into cold water because I feel like we all need this. At the beginning of the year, we need to leave behind everything that is holding us back, all bad memories, everything that happened in the past, and all this trash that we carry with us that adds to the bag that we already struggle with as it is. So I really feel like we all need this deep cleanse. In the previous episode, we did talk about ourselves being our biggest enemy because we do have this preconditioned mind and thought patterns that we carry around with us uh, because they have built up over the years over the situations and memories that we have collected and the key is to acknowledge all those thoughts and to seek their root so that goes hand in hand with self-sabotage why am i self-sabotaging why don't i feel deserving of blessings and everything good that is happening to me why am I not feeling worthy? Why am I not in my own court? Why am I against myself? I don't root for myself. I don't see myself winning. I don't believe in myself. Where do all those thoughts come from? In some of us, all those negative patterns are already rooted from childhood memories, from neglect, from failure, from let's say maybe too strict parents or really um, bad experiences at school or you know it goes even deeper in, into that or it could just be that our confidence left the chat long ago. Now I'm not a psychologist but I do try my best to give you some valuable advice so stick with me with this one. You know yourself best so how about you use that knowledge to your benefit Focus on your strengths and use your power to fix your undesirable traits, to work on them, to become better and better step by step every single day. Some things just flow automatically and you just don't even have to think twice before doing a thing that you already know and you're sure of that you're doing a great job. But then on the other hand, when you already doubt yourself in another field of your life, and you don't even have the guts to try again because you've already failed before. That is your mistake. So having the confidence that you have in, the, in your good traits, if you transfer it to your bad traits, to improving your bad traits so that they become your strengths as well, that is the key. So this needs to come from a place of love, endurance, power, understanding for yourself. And compassion you need you need to see yourself as your favorite person ever i mean think of the person that you love the most imagine that that person was going through whatever you are going through you would want them to become better you would you would want to solve their problem for them how about you love yourself that much that you think that of yourself that you want to win for yourself you want to see yourself succeed you want to see yourself healthy and happy and having solved your problems this thing with the fixing your undesirable traits see it as a project see it as you are on your way there if you would already be at the end of every goal, life would be meaningless. You would have already reached it all, maybe at a young age. And then what? What do you do for the next 60 years or even longer? So 
Life is a process of itself. It's all about leveling up continuously and never losing your focus. I'm sure that every one of us has a specific goal or some specific goals and breaking it down into manageable steps is the way there and really going through each step and seeing the beauty of each single moment that you're going through seeing yourself reacting better in a situation that would have thrown you off completely in the past that is a moment that you will be proud of yourself that you will love yourself and that is actually how you gain self-confidence how you gain self-love it's by showing to yourself that you are worthy that you can too if you put in the work if you talk to yourself nicer in your head because all the negative bullshit that we say to ourselves we wouldn't say that to the person that we love the most so catch yourself whenever you are being disrespectful with yourself be strict with yourself but make it from a place of love warmth and understanding it's about upholding your boundaries saying no to temptations and to quick fix solutions and instead say yes to healthy self-love and habits that bring you there in practice it means that whenever you set up your alarm in the morning you really do get up at that time you're being strict with yourself from a place of discipline and from a place of self-love because you do want to see yourself succeed you want to have enough time in the morning to get ready so that you don't stress yourself out it's the little things right you do want to keep a diet if you have started with one because you want to be more healthy you want to feel more empowered you do want to go to the gym three four times a week because you know you also want to keep yourself healthy and you want to look fun so your self-love increases every single day with every single step that you take towards being a better person being better for yourself self-love goes in hand with forgiveness forgive yourself for having thought all those negative things about yourself for having done mistakes in the past for having been at the lowest in your life maybe already at this point but just remember that forgiveness should be granted to everyone including to yourself personally i have had to deal with forgiveness for so long and it was not about any people that have done me wrong in the past because there were a few but it was more about myself i couldn't forgive myself for having reached out to self-destructing behavior when i was at my lowest in my life which brought me to being even lower like to give you an example when i was 19 or 20 i don't quite remember that was when my worst time began because i wasn't having the best of friends that you could have and i was going through a pretty heart-wrenching breakup like I haven't felt that type of pain ever before and also I was doing physically really bad because all the stress all the panic that I had from the breakup and all those sleepless nights have had repercussions on my body that I still feel up to this day I couldn't love myself because my let's say my ex-partner didn't love me anymore and 
I just felt really undesirable. I didn't understand how anybody could ever love me because at that time I didn't even love myself. And all I wanted to do was to forget. So it was summertime and so I was off. And all I did was drink so much alcohol. I resorted to parties and to short-term fixes all the time. I even got some drug in my drink one time and I don't have almost any memory of that night. That was like the most traumatizing thing that has ever happened to me and it could have went really bad because I have actually woken up in an unfamiliar place but I managed to run away and I'm very thankful that nothing let's say too bad happened that night but having reached rock bottom at that time and so young in my life has also had its benefits it actually did help me and how did it well as you know from the other episodes i am a christian and even if i was part of another religion it would also apply to that But I resorted back to God because I felt like nothing could ever help me. Nothing makes things better and it always just gets worse. So let's say my last resort was going back to the creator and asking for help. I started regularly rejoining, going to church every Sunday, reading my Bible every day and just praying a lot. I was just really pouring my heart out. I was telling him all about my problems and about how bad I felt and about that I don't see any ways out. And every time I went to church, I felt like um, the session that was being preached was directed straight to me. I felt the energy. Every time I was there, I cried my fucking eyes out. It was such an emotional time. And from that time, I actually have two of my tattoos, which remind me of how much strength I have gotten just from, just from my, not from the religion, but from me believing in God, how much quality of life I have gained from that time. So after some months, I have started thinking about forgiveness. And I didn't quite understand at that time what I should forgive myself for. From Like, I didn't think that I was, like, mad at myself or anything. But actually, I resented everything that I have let happen. I resented that I have lost control so badly that I have left my emotions drive me crazy, literally. And that I have let one little breakup when I was a teenager throw me off the road so bad. And that's also when I understood that I had to forgive myself for... Now having this condition with my stomach that I told you about, like having this nervous stomach, right? And I had to understand why it came into my life and what it was supposed to teach me. And as I told you before in the other episodes, I actually use it as an indicator now, as my very strong gut feeling and as my guidance angel. So taking everything negative that has happened and pushing it into the light 
has made visible for me what kind of treasure I had there lying right in front of me that I thought was a piece of trash, was like full of bullshit and negative, but actually it wasn't. It was so valuable. Without that period in my life, I probably wouldn't be anywhere near where I am today. I wouldn't be as much of a believer. I wouldn't be spiritual at all. I would be continuing to live that mediocre life without any deeper meaning in it and I cannot even imagine how I was so shallow back then. But enough of that story, I just wanted to give you a quick insight on my lessons that I teach you so that you actually see that whatever I say in my podcast has to do with my personal life and has to do with things that I have went through. So that's how I kind of I pretend to know what I'm talking about. So let's have a quick recap before we move on with the next subtopic, which will be addiction. Defeating your biggest enemy, which is yourself, comes from a place of love, warmth and understanding. It's about upholding your boundaries, not giving in to temptations, always standing in your corner, believing in yourself and also going with the same confidence that you would in the things that you are already good in towards the bad things. Take that confidence and transform your undesirable traits into your strengths. Always believe that you are worthy and you are deserving because you simply are. Life is not a race, life is a marathon, it's here for the long run. So be patient, take one step at a time and from there on enjoy every single moment and take every lesson and make a good thing out of it. Alright, alright, so addiction. Addiction is such a broad spectrum of things. It could be addiction to a substance, addiction to an activity, to a person, to an unhealthy habit. Take it as you need it and just project it onto yourself so that you get the gist of this. I am absolutely the last person that will judge you that you have an addiction because I have been there as well. And this is not going to be about how did you get to be addicted, how did you get to have an addiction and to battle one. It is about trying to tackle it and trying to move on in our lives. So don't feel judged at all. I am not pointing fingers and I come in peace. So dealing with addiction is about standing up for yourself. As we already talked about it, love yourself so much that you cannot stand to see yourself suffer. I really think that... Oftentimes we neglect ourselves because we just give in to the substance, to the power, to the human, to whatever it is, right? And we just don't feel powerful enough to beat it. But let me break the news to you. You are so much stronger than you actually believe to be. I mean, let's just look, let's just, let's just take a look at the facts, right? You have survived 100% of the days that you have already lived until now. With your addiction, with your struggle, with your baggage. So I think that's a 100% success quota, don't you think? Damn it, just give yourself some more credit. You have come so motherfucking far. If you have battled an addiction already and you are 
off it, you are thriving and living your life, that's fucking amazing. Who can say that about themselves? Well, I hope everyone, but as of right now, you can say that about yourself or you want to be able to say that about yourself. And how will you do that? Well, with patience, with endurance, with boundaries, with not giving in to short-term fixes, which is giving in to your addiction. You want to be at the end of the line. You want to be on the other side. You want to be healthy. You want to be in control of your emotions, of your thoughts, of your needs, and of your instincts. Take the wheel and steer towards the future. It is yours to take. It is yours to create however you want to. You are stronger than this. You are so much better and so much more worthy than you believe to be. Just understand how you develop the addiction and forgive yourself so that you can untangle those chains that keep you locked in the past. Because that's actually what addiction is doing to you. It is making you live in the past. It is making you, making it impossible for you to enjoy the moment. And it doesn't show you any type of future because you think that this life is not worth it as it is right now. It's just a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of crap. And it's not desirable to continue living this life. I understand it is not, but we cannot let this dictate however we live our future. It might be a big part of your past, but let it be that. Let it shape you into what you are now. Take all that that has happened to you and steer it towards something better. Take your aggression your disappointment, your rage, your fear, your sadness, and turn it around. Be a creator. Create something positive out of the negative. You have to be a shapeshifter, which means you can build from scratch. You can build everything if you just believe in yourself, if you come from a place of love, compassion, and all of that. I feel like I'm a broken record. I keep telling you the same thing, but it is so important that you get it inside your brain really deep and actually repetition to be certain seven times repetition is what gets something to be fixed in your brain. Also, a routine. So having a healthy routine will distract you from wanting to resort back to whatever you were addicted to. The process of dealing with an addiction is not linear. It's an up and down. You are probably going to have some setbacks as well. But please don't let yourself be discouraged by them. Don't fall into a self-pity den where you think that, oh my god, I'm not strong enough, like I tried so hard, but still I failed, I still fell on my face. Well, take that. And motivate yourself even stronger to stand back up and continue going. Please don't let that discourage you. It's another lesson in a lesson. I understand that if you have been at a low point for some time, you might not have the energy for yourself to stick up for yourself that that much, right? So seek help and let yourself be helped. Only those that allow help into their lives can actually be helped. So you might have some people around you or institutions around you that would love to lend you a hand, but maybe your ego says, no, I can do it by myself. Or 
I don't want to be a burden for anybody that I love. Or I don't want to talk to a stranger about my problems. Which is a whole bunch of bullshit. It is just your ego holding you back. And you have to close your eyes and really take a deep dive into that. Go seek help if you don't have it in your closer circle of people. That is not as bad as it sounds. There is professional help out there. Or there are other types of media that you can consume there that you can learn something from. So please don't feed yourself all of your fears and all of your, you know, disappointments and just keep them in, locked into your heart because you will become more and more bitter as time progresses. So sharing your suffering with anybody that you trust will actually work miracles. Just like I couldn't find a way out in the story I told you previously, what I did was I went with all my problems to God and I gave them to him. I shared my pain with him and he helped me out of it. Of course, I did have my parents and my friends to talk to, but it just seemed to me that even though they were talking to me and they were giving me some really good advice that I agreed with on a on a rational side, it just didn't go through the wall and it didn't reach my heart. You might find a piece of information that you know is valuable, but not reaching your heart or your spirit. But then you hear it in other words or from somebody else or in a different context. And then it makes so much more sense for you. That actually is a thing. What I'm saying here are not brand new information. But maybe this formulation for you is it. Maybe it absolutely isn't. Maybe it's the first time you hear this. And let's say in six months time you're going to hear it from your best friend. Or you're going to hear it um, on television in your favorite Netflix show. And then it's going to make sense for you. It's going to click. So what you need to do is to keep your ears perked and to steer your thoughts towards the solution. Because then you will find ways, you will find reoccurrences in your day-to-day life that actually lead you on the right path. So you are never alone and you always have this divine guidance. You have your higher self, you have the universe, you have God or whatever deity you believe in, if you do. And... You don't have to be alone with all of your problems. You don't have to feed yourself all the negativity. Step out of your comfort zone, which is suffering, and step into greatness. It actually also is a thing that we do get comfortable in our suffering if we last there long enough. We are so comfortable with just pitying ourselves and feeling bad that actually having a glow up or leveling up or feeling better is something so off and it feels so wrong because it's the exact opposite of what we have been feeling all those years that it's actually scary. So knowing this, I want you to step into the light to leave your comfort zone bubble, to pop that bubble and go out there into the big world, into the light and into your better version of yourself. It's always going to be rocky. It's like a mountain. And as as soon as you get to the mountaintop, you will feel like you are on top of the world, quite literally. I really, really do hope that you have found some 
valuable information into today's episode. I am aware that this was a difficult one to make and that I am not talking about the most comfortable thing today, but it is important, it is so crucial that we work through those things because we do want to become our best selves, we want to be healthy, we want to be happy and thriving and just ignoring whatever is going through inside of our hearts and inside of our minds is not going to seal the deal. So I really want to thank you for listening to today's episode as it was quite a personal one and also something that we have all to deal with and I'm proud of you. You are doing a great job, you are getting that bread and you are constantly getting better. If you love the pod at least half as much as I do, then please subscribe to it rated five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever you're listening from and give me a follow on Instagram. I'm sure that after this episode, you got the gist. Bye!